You're listening to a VC Short. These are shorter bonus episodes released only on our podcast, The VC Hour. These are a product of Radio ABC 993 FM, a ministry of African Bible University in Uganda. And I'm really appreciative that you would spend time doing this. Do you mind just introducing yourself a little bit to our listeners? Thank you, Jeremiah. Well, my name is Kenny McKenzie, and uh, I come from the island of Lewis off the west coast of Scotland. And I uh, came to Uganda in 2003. I was brought up on the island, uh, went to school on the island, but did not like school very much, and I joined the army at the age of 15. 15 years old? 15 years old. Oh my I joined the boy soldiers. <laughs> the, so I joined the infantry and I went down quite far from the island of Lewis down to the south coast of England where we were training you know, near the English Channel in Folkestone. So that's really the start of me traveling. Uh, did a lot of traveling with the army. But once I I did that traveling, I saw quite a lot of bad things in the world that made me think that war was not the way forward. And uh, I came back to the island, and I really didn't want to leave the island anymore <laughs> after doing my travels around the world. But uh, the Lord had uh, an interesting journey for me. My mother and father, I didn't see them profess faith, though, we went to, though they went to church and brought us up to know the knowledge of the gospel. I think I'm thankful where I was brought up under the gospel. We used to go to church every Sunday, and uh, it was even in, in our home, though my mother and father did not profess Christ, we, we, we had sort of worship in the evening before we went to bed. And my father was a singer. He would sing a, a psalm, and my mother would present. I never forgot these things growing up. When the time come, came for me, for, for the Lord to work in my life, the minister preaching was saying, everything is in a perpetual state of change, hence the vanity of putting your trust in something that is continually changing. And then he said, only the Lord Jesus Christ never changes but everything else around us changes. The penny dropped. I saw the gospel, I saw Jesus, and wow, the whole creation became beautiful. And uh, then Psalm 142, for me, I with my voice cried to the Lord, with it made my request, pulled out my plaint to him, my trouble I expressed. The Psalms opened up my life that I was in deep need of salvation because my sin was overwhelming me, and I was crying out for mercy. That's where my background was on the island. How was it that you were called into kind of a ministry of service? Because, you know, you went from uh, military, you're back on the Isle of, of, uh, of Lewis, and here I am sitting with you in, in Laboa, just outside Kampala in Uganda. And, and I know, the listeners don't know, there's a lot of road between those two points, and I, I think yes. we'd all be curious to hear how that happened. Okay. Well, what happened was at the time, my minister, who was, who was training to be a minister, 
His name was uh, Reverend Dr. Ian D. Campbell. Uh, he was in the Free Church College, and he, the, in the college they were they were made to uh, read the book and write up on the book Christ of the Covenants, written by Dr. O. Palmer Robertson. And uh, Dr. Campbell at that time said to himself, if ever that man comes to the island of Lewis, I would like him to come to my pulpit. And that's what happened. In the year 2001, Dr. Robertson came to London, uh, uh, Cambridge, he, he, he kept writing books, and my minister managed to take him to the island with his, with his wife, Joanna, and the children. The children were young then. So Dr. Robertson came and he did a weekend of, of preaching. He was uh, the, the main theme of the weekend was who are, who are they, the true Israel of God. That was his theme for the weekend. But in all of that, he, he, he put across the, the vision that African Bible colleges had to build a university in Kampala at here in Loboa. And the way he put that across, the Lord worked in my life and my wife's life uh, for us to sit down and gather our thoughts. And the Lord kept working. We, we, we didn't come straight away, but Dr. Robertson was very persuasive. He, once he left to go back to America, he, he kept calling us, as, as did the, 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 the visionaries of African Bible colleges. Then it was Dr. Jack Chinchin. So we didn't come straight away. My wife and I went for a holiday to Paris, actually, and we, we, we went on our knees in prayer for about a week and came back and we felt that God was calling us to come to Africa. So in 2003, I stepped out in faith to come here to Leboa, to this beautiful part of the world, uh, to help build the college here in Leboa. It's hard, I think, to imagine a greater contrast than Isle of Lewis and Equatorial Africa. It's a pretty big, it's a pretty big gap. And when you came, did you know exactly what you were going to be doing? Yes, I did. I, I, I had done a mission trip with Tear Fund. We, we, we have a, an organization in, in the UK called Tear Fund. And uh, I had actually gone to Peru with them for, for, for uh, six months. And uh, I came back to the island. And then when the call came to Africa, I, I, I knew what the development, developing countries were, were like. So I did know a little about a country sort of developing uh, uh, on the way. But I remember when I landed in, in, in Entebbe in 2003, in June 2003, and coming in on the car to, to, to here, to Loboa, I was saying to myself, well, it's about 20 years since I've been to, 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 to Peru. And I'm seeing here that this country is in well need of development because of what I was seeing on the roadside coming in. So it's a huge contrast between here and the island of Lewis, especially with the masses of people that are here. I mean, I live in a village outside the town of Stornoway on the island. We've got about 2,000 people in the village. But here there's millions of people round about me. Yeah, it's actually more rural 
an Isle of Lewis than it is here. Kampala is a major metropolitan city. That's right. And yet, at the same time, uh, many of the amenities, shall we say, that you might have in Isle of Lewis uh, definitely weren't available when you got here in 2003. That's true. Coming in here in 2003, this was a greenfield site, uh, 20 acres of land. And one of my first tasks actually was given uh, was to go and buy the 10 acres down below here. We now have 30 acres here. And probably that was my first uh, connection with corruption, uh, actually, in, in trying to build the land that's, that's down below here. But we got by that working with lawyers and uh, surveyors, but we got over that. But I was I was living off-site here. I was living actually two miles away here in Loiza, in the conference centre there, and I was travelling each day. But uh, it, it was a huge task in 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 getting everybody uh, working together. The first task we did was was to build the wall, and uh, as you know, the wall twenty acres around the site. Uh, most. Well, in America and the UK, we don't do the wall first. And uh, to organize the men on the wall was quite a challenge. But uh, we got there. And we had uh, 50 to 60 men uh, working on that wall in the beginning. So, it was, like I said, it was a greenfield site. We had the, 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 the plan that, that was uh, to be used to build. They, they had built a college in Liberia. They had built a college in Malawi. And it was really the same site plan. That, that, that was to be set out. And the way they did it, which was quite smart, really, the Americans are, can do things very well. The, we had 28 buildings to put up here. And what they did was they got a church in America, 28 or 30 churches, to go on their missions budget. And they would release $10,000 each year to the campus. So we were able really to, to move ahead with the buildings right up to 2008 when the financial crash came. When the financial crash came, our uh, givings started to, to drop a little. But uh, through it all, the Lord has helped us and we are where we are. So the feeling I'm getting is you, you came down to a place that uh, really was in its pioneer phase. Correct. And with some planning and some support, you helped to organize local teams of construction to take something that wasn't a university campus and turn it into a university campus. That's true. And uh, I better mention here also that uh, uh, Dr. Paul Chinchin, he came with his, with his wife and family. I think he came in 2004. And uh, he, he, he had uh, good uh, construction experience because he had been involved in the Liberia one and and the Malawi one with his father and he came and actually helped uh, lay out the buildings especially this one we're in this communications building to get us started the dining hall a classroom administration building just to get us started so he stayed for a year and uh, once he left why I missed him but uh, with God's help when I look back, I say to myself, wow, it looks as if I was not involved here. It was all of the Lord. You know, that's the way I looked at it. And my my wife then was with me and she came, used to come you know, maybe twice a year and I used to go back maybe once a year. 
and for the first 10 years, you know, we sacrificed a lot to get this place built. But I, I believed passionately that the people coming to the college, the students, should, I believe this even today, that they should get the same teaching and education in the Bible as they do in the Free Church College in Edinburgh. That was really my number one project in my head, that I believe that the, that the student coming here get that sort of, of training. And I saw with Palmer, with his background, and they were going to get that. Yeah. The Lord's blessed us um, with a number of missionaries who are very capable, very well trained, desire the same things. They're not Scottish, so they may not say free church, college, but um, have the same vision. High level of education, we don't want to be second place to any, any place in the world. So that when someone graduates from here, they know they've done something well. But here's the thing. Uh, I'm told during the medieval period that uh, colleges and universities often were held outside or in hallways. And but that's not how the modern era goes. And so you, you can't have a university without buildings. No. And when people uh, come to a university, they gauge, fairly or unfairly, they gauge the level of education they're going to receive by the physical grounds. And um, your service and the service of other people like you have made this possible. It really, it really has. I know you would never say that about yourself, yeah. but the fact is that a lot of the stuff that's here is because God captured your heart. God yeah. brought a man in an unlikely way. Yes, and I think also with ABU, I think they want the African to be trained with the best edu biblical education in the world so that they don't have to go to America or to Scotland or to the UK. And they come into good buildings. You don't want them to come into dilapidated buildings. No, they've got a beautiful classroom. They've got a beautiful church. They've got, a, they've got good places where they can stay in, in the dorms. So we continue to pray to God for uh, faculty, more faculty to come, hopefully even from Scotland, that we could get missionaries uh, to come, that God would lay on their hearts, that they would come even for, like you say, a semester or, or well, God willing, for longer to set their lives out for, because they would enjoy it so much, I believe. So, thank you. Yeah, in the end, you've been, you've been connected to Uganda. And so... This most recent trip you've had with us, we, we're hoping, of course, it's not your last. The Lord only knows, and and I don't know what your plans are, but you've ended up connected more than just ABU. You've connected really with Uganda. Yes. Well, as you know, Jeremiah, two years ago, my wife passed away. And uh, even when I speak about it, I, I still I break down. But two years ago, when my wife found out that she was having pancreatic cancer, and one of her last words to me were, what now about Africa? What are you going to do about Africa? And uh, we were due to come here in January 2019 when she was diagnosed, but she, she passed away in February 2020. But two weeks before she, she passed away, she asked me, what are you going to do about Africa? I said, I don't know. But it'll never be the same again. She said, I know that, but I want you to go back and find out what the Lord has for you. Now, 
I've, I've done the trip. I've come, and, I've, and as you say, I've connected far and wide here. We've got a school up in Kidgum, Lytle Primary Christian School. Lytle is the village I was born in on the island of Lewis. So it's, it's a beautiful name, Lytle, because uh, we believe that God will use that school and children will see the light of the Lord in the Lord Jesus Christ. But the other thing is a, as a memoriam, memorial to my wife, we're also building a, a health clinic up there, and that will be called the uh, Ishbal uh, Amari Clinic. Now, Amari, in northern Ugandan language, is I love you. So the clinic will be called the Ishbal I love you clinic. That's beautiful. So, so these are things that will keep me connected, as will ABU, because ABU is the heart of our of our lives. It was for, for 19 years, it was the heart of our lives. And uh, it will continue to be for the rest, you know, to all eternity. Only God knows what has been placed here. And, you know, students coming to be trained, it's, it's just so wonderful to see them. Uh, we had a student here the other day, Deus. You know, he came as a bricklayer to our site uh, 17 years ago, worked as a bricklayer, and now he's preaching. Uh, uh, the treasures of God's truth. I mean, who could do that but God? So we keep on praying. And I, also, obviously, I go back you now to, to the island, and, you know, we didn't have family. My house is empty when I go back, and I have many memories going back, but uh, God is able to keep me. Amen, brother. What kind of uh, future plans do you have? Well, at the moment, like I said, I've done this trip and I, I really didn't know how this trip would, would, would pan out, you know. But the love and the care of yourself, your family and all the faculty here and students has cemented me more to Africa. I believe that. I really do. Now, future plans. Obviously, I have to go back and check out things at home. Uh, I've got to cut the grass. Summer is coming. I've been here all winter. <laughs> Your brother's going to be on you about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I need to tidy up. And then we'll see again, God willing, at the end of the year. Uh, should I make another trip back to you? I have two allies in this. Because, you know, my family wants you to come back. They want, they want me to take them to Isle of Lewis. Oh, yes. And they want you to come back. And I have two great allies in you coming back. The first, of course, is the Holy Spirit, which is the best and only ally you really need. The other thing I have as an ally is the long Scottish winter. <laughs> yes, well, that's true. It's been a harsh winter. They know that if they're listening to this. Because <laughs> they were telling me, just, oh, just stay. It's still freezing. And, you know, oh, just stay in the heat. But uh, hopefully we'll, our summer is coming and I'll get good weather when I go home. Oh, good. How can people pray for you? Well, it's been challenging since my wife passed away. And... Uh, the people who go through grief know that when they lose loved ones. Walking in the steps of when you've lost a loved one is, is challenging in so many ways. And I remember at the beginning when Ishbal passed away, I didn't know was I depressed or was I, was I just grieving. I was just despondent. But I think the most, the, the most important thing to do is when you lose someone, is to try and stay in God's word. 
you, you, hard as it is at times, the Lord guided me to be in his word every day and every night. And uh, God is able. God is able. And I've I'm two years now. And uh, it never goes away. But uh, just to pray that I get the strength to to move forward. I know Ishbel would never want me to be grieving like this for the rest of my life. That wasn't the person she was. She wanted me to get out there and lift the banner of truth for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. She was a strong Christian. Going into death, you know, she two days before she passed away, she said, I'm no longer praying, I'm leaning. I'm leaning on my Savior. And... Uh, God takes over. I saw God taking over in her life. It's wonderful to have family and friends round about you. Of course it is. But in these moments, going into eternity, the Lord takes over. I saw that so beautiful with Ishbal. And it it encouraged me so much. So going forward, yes, I, 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 I we all need prayer and I need prayer. And to pray for me that the Lord would keep strengthening me. And uh, to help me... Uh, to encourage the people here at African Bible University because the, that was part of our ministry, just to encourage. And, you know, what is mission? My wife used to say, what is mission? It's seen the need. It's seen the need, Jeremiah. And we have a need here, you know. We, we need more faculty, we need more students, and we need to be in prayer for that. And that God would give me the strength to, to be in his word so... So that I can pray to God each day for African Bible University and all the other um, situations that I'm, I'm, I'm involved in here. You, you, you meet so many friends over 19 years. The needs don't go away. You know, they crush you at times, the needs. You know that, and I know that. You can't help everyone. And that God would give uh, me the wisdom to, to help the ones I can. It's beautiful because it's simple to see the need. The yeah. mission is to see the need. Yeah. God bless her. Yeah. God bless you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And thank you for your time. God bless you, Jeremiah. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Vice Chancellor's Hour, a ministry of Radio ABC 993 FM on the campus of African Bible University. We hope this has been beneficial to your Christian walk and understanding. If it has, you can support the ministry of Radio ABC by going to africanbiblecolleges.com and clicking on the donate button. Don't forget to let them know it's going to the Uganda station. If you have questions about this or any other episode, please feel free to contact us at official at gmail.com. We're also available through Instagram and Twitter as VC Hour Official. We may answer your question on a future episode. Until next time, may the peace of God and the fellowship of God's people encourage your heart.